Hello again, Broncos country, and welcome to another edition of the Orange Weekly Post Game Podcast. My name is Kev Dan, and unfortunately, we have some tough news to cover today after the Broncos dropped the Week 4 matchup against the Raiders, 32-23 to on the road. Uh, but more importantly than the loss, uh, which is kind of weird to say considering it's the Raiders, uh, the several big injuries we have, the number one, of course, is Javante Williams. But uh, you know what? There are some good things to talk about. Uh, I know it's tough, especially when you lose to the Raiders, but uh, let's let's break it down. So John and I are going to be here uh, to talk about everything that we know uh, as of this was recorded on Sunday night. So a lot of more information has come out since then. However, with a short week, uh, no time to really focus on it. We got to get ready for the Colts coming to town on Thursday night football. So kick back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Orange Weekly Post Game Podcast. Orange Weekly, fans, brews, and Broncos news. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Orange Weekly post-game podcast. Tonight, uh, it's me and John, Johnny Boy. How are you doing, good sir? Well, I could be a lot better, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just yeah. glad that I'm still seeing straight today after that uh, game. But um, <laughs> the fact that we're doing this uh, on the same day after after a game like that, um, I you know, I'm proud of us that we're able to do this right now. Yeah, I haven't had time to process my emotions yet, and <laughs> it's right. tough. This one's going to be tough to talk about because usually when we do it, you know, the the day after. I can look at it with some clarity and I don't let my emotions get to me, but I'm, I don't know. I might lose a little bit tonight. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Usually a, like a night's sleep really gives me time to think it over and be yeah. like, okay, let's look at what really happened here. What were the good and what were the bad? Um, no. Right. We don't have that. And we usually have some more <laughs> updates on injuries and stuff by sure. then too, which true as well. Um, you know, it's going to be a very condensed week to begin with, with uh, the the Colts coming to town on Thursday. Um, obviously, we'll break more of that down in the Tuesday night show and the uh, pregame podcast. But um, yeah, let's let's do what we normally do, John. Let's go back, rewind a few hours, and uh, yeah. uh, think about what we were what was going through our minds right before the game. So um, I know we did the pregame show, the tailgate talk, but. Uh, Right. Kind of remind everyone yeah. what uh, what you had. Yeah, seeing a lot of you today, Kevin. Um, right. I wish I felt good about that, but um, hey, now I don't. I don't because <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to That's talk about the Broncos after that game. But uh, um, no, before the game, uh, it, it was all about talking about uh, you know progress. Let's see some progress here. We looked like we had shored some things up from a coaching staff perspective going into last week, you know, after the game against the 49ers. And we just wanted to see the offense kind of show up a little bit, right? Um, I wasn't really worried about the defense at all going into this game no. um, after the the way they played against the 49ers. I, I thought the 49ers was the test that proved that our defense was legit. So, um yeah, for me, it was all about the offense coming into this game and how are they going to respond and, and how are they going to play. So, um, right. yeah, we'll get into to that, uh, you know, from from the get go, how, how they looked. Um, but look, going into this game against the Raiders, our biggest rival, right? We uh, 
it felt like we had a lot of momentum going into this game, even though our last um, wins were very close against, well, maybe not the 49ers, but, but some weaker teams right. and, and, and the Texans and even a close loss mm-hmm. against Seattle. But um, I felt like if we could get something short up against from our offensive side that we were going to, you know, this might be a, a very good game for us. Exactly. No, and and I had talked about as well, like, you know, we're going to expect them to, you know, the Raiders to score some points in the first half. But, you know, really looking at three games worth of data points, right? So not a lot, but still three consecutive games of, hey, once we get in the second half, defense, you know, makes some adjustments and really, really tightens up. It doesn't really allow anything to go on the second half. So going in the half we're down by a field goal and i'm like okay cool maybe they'll get one more field goal but we'll be able to manage this fairly effectively yeah. um you know man and then <laughs> then shit hit the fan so yeah. let's um let's start talking you know breaking down like what we saw beginning of the game um you know offense is probably the big one to start talking about here uh came out and um didn't look terrible, you know, no, um, no three no. and outs or anything, but. Well, the first drive, I think, was a three and out, and that didn't look we great. We got a first down, but. Um, yeah. Did we get a first down on that one? I can't even remember. I think so. Um, yeah, you're right. We did get one first down on that one. On the first play, actually. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. It started out looking really solid, 15 right. yards to Sutton. Uh, there it is. And then, you know, they kind of shut us down at that point, but. Um, after, I mean, it was really the second drive and on from our offense in that first half. And they looked, I mean, they looked really good on that second drive. Sutton mm-hmm. and Wilson had a great uh, connection going early. Um, they did. I think he had three catches in the first quarter in most of his yards. Um, he had that touchdown on the, on the second offensive drive. So it felt like everything was going in the right direction. And we had, honestly, it felt like we had cleaned up a lot of things and it looked <laughs> like we were, we're uh, moving in the right direction there. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was promising, you know, um, thinking back to just game number one, game number two, where the offense just could not connect. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, going out there and moving the ball early, even if it didn't result in any points on the first drive, that was a big, I think, momentum builder for them. Uh, and you definitely saw it in the later drives. You know, they moved the ball effect- efficiently. Um, I think, obviously, converting instead of one of those field goals, getting a, a touchdown instead yeah. would have been huge. But, <laughs> but um, look, I think there was improvement on the offense today. It, it wasn't terrible. I mean, we're all going to focus on Melvin Gordon. But, you know, look at uh, how much more comfortable I think Russell Wilson felt, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and what I loved about that first scoring drive, that first touchdown, it, it started with our defense um, stopping mm-hmm. them. They had a <laughs> minus 11 yards, a three and out. Um, <laughs> they were punting, I believe, from their end zone. And then we had a good return, you know, so then our special teams came up to, to get involved. And uh, Montreal Washington, I mean, he was one of the players of the game for the Broncos today, for sure. Oh, easily. Easily. And, uh, you know, we, we're starting that drive inside Raiders territory and then just the offense being able to finish it out for the touch. Like that was like perfect. Like you couldn't have written that better uh, if you're a Broncos fan. So it felt like we had things really clicking and driving in the right direction. And, uh, you know, 
once it, the wheels came off, it just seems like we could not recover. Yeah. Later in the game, obviously. And I think that, um, you know, we, we might be bouncing around a little bit here, but I'm okay with that. You know, the, I think a lot of that comes with experience. You got to remember, this is kind of a younger team too. Um, sure. Players that haven't been with a quarterback of Russell Wilson's caliber uh, players that um, haven't been in this tough of a dis- division or it's their, you know, first or second year, or they've never been in playoff games. Look, there's, there's just a lot there. And I think some experience will, will definitely help with that. You know, hopefully they all learn something from this and apply it to the future, but um, everyone from the coaching staff down to the players. So yeah, it was, am I, I'm disappointed obviously more because it's the Raiders, but looking at what, uh, you know, just some of these stats here. So Russell Wilson, 237 yard uh, uh, passing in the air. And average of 9.5. So not terrible with the two touchdowns, one of them rushing, right? So, um, or actually yeah, I mean, two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's pretty good considering in the second half, we only had one offensive drive worth talking yep. about. Like, exactly. we did not play offense in the second half. I don't, man, and we can talk about why that was, and we're going to get into it, I'm sure. But, um, the fact that he still came out with two two thirty seven, actually, I was a little surprised by that. Um, yeah. Man, I just, I'm really bummed that that Cortland Sutton connection was not continuing after the first quarter. I think he only had two more catches after the first quarter. Uh, ended with uh, fifty something yards, fifty five, fifty two. Um, yeah. I I I was I had a lot of hope after that first for that I mean, second drive that led to a touchdown. Well, I think the loss of Williams and benching mm-hmm. Gordon had a had a uh, impact in that. You mm-hmm. take those guys out, you don't really have to worry about Boone too much, like you would Gordon or Williams. So you can put more effort. Now, I, I haven't obviously gone back and looked at any replays or anything. I would be curious to see if there was more double coverage or something on Sutton. Um, because now we can Absolutely. shift that focus away, right? Um, plus, you just the Raiders just knew at that point um, that we we're going to have to rely more on the pass game, and I think that's why early on in the in the second half we saw them run the ball a lot. I think that was trying to get the point across to the Raiders that even though it's Mike Boone, we are still you still have to respect our run game, and that, and that didn't the, work. I thought the same thing too, but when you look at it, he only had three carries. Yeah, no, uh, but yeah, we were. It's, it felt like we were running the ball. It felt like we were running it, and we had like two or three plays back to back to back. And I was like, okay, yeah. he's actually kind of stepping up here, and then kind of went away from it. And I don't know, yep. maybe they were just starting to see the defense, I don't know, react to that. But um, yeah, looking at the stats, it's, it's weird. I, it was a combination for me, I think, of the Gordon fumble, obviously. Yep. Um, that was, I think, the turning point in the game quite frankly, even though we ended up tying it up after that, um, it hit that, that fumble and then Javante Williams going down, it was very clear that um, the coaching staff had lost faith in Melvin Gordon. I, I said uh, Mike Boone had three carries and Melvin Gordon only had three carries this game. Like yeah. that, and he fumbled on his first carry of the game. Like yeah. they were not, they were not having it after that. Um, they still yeah. gave the ball two more times on the ground after that um, later in the game, but um he's in the doghouse a little bit and, and it's it's crazy because Mike Boone actually had the most yards per carry of the three running backs 
Um, yeah. The running game, I just, it's, it's, uh, it has not looked good the last two weeks, even with. No, it hasn't. There. I don't know no, what, it, it I don't know where that came from. That That's surprising to me. Agreed. I don't know if that's, you know, blocking on the offensive line. I don't know if that's uh, the scheme or if they're yeah. still learning the whole run zone scheme or what, but uh, you know, it is, it is definitely a concern there. Um, the Melvin Gorin thing is going to be really interesting. And look, I'm glad that we put him in the doghouse, you know, and basically benched him. You know, I think yeah. that's the perfect call in that situation. But then when your number one oh, running yeah, back goes I was, down, I was surprised that they did that with uh, Williams going yeah. down. I was like, well, and they still refused to put him out there. You got to put him out there. And then they, they put Boone out there and they were running it with, they treated Boone like Williams for that yeah. one drive. And I was like, Oh, Oh, Gordon. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you didn't really – the only reason I think Gordon went back out there at all really was when um, Boone was limping off the field and was injured for a little yeah. bit there. He came back out, but, um, man, that says something. Like, we have such little confidence in you that we're going to roll with our third string running back in a very important competitive yeah. – in a know, close game. Road divisional close game. We yeah. are still gonna go with Mike Boone. Yeah. And I'm not trying to dog on 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 Mike. I'm not trying to say he sucked. I'm not I'm, right. You know, I think he did well for what, what he was asked Yeah, for what for he was sure. asked to do. Um, but I'm starting to wonder, and I think this is maybe just a little too early of a question to ask because we're gonna have to wait and see what um the MRI says for uh Williams, which by the way, both Williams and Gregory are going to need to get uh, MRI um, on their knee injuries. So we'll find out tomorrow what that looks like. But man, if you're George Payton and this may be a, just a, you know, don't, it doesn't need an answer right now, but maybe something to think about and watch out for. If you're a George Payton, do you look at this and say, it is time for us to move on from Gordon and get somebody else to help out Williams? Yeah, I don't. And is there even anyone out there? Is there somebody, a team that, you know, is there somebody that, that we feel comfortable trading away? Man, I don't know. I don't know. But we, we have seen how, and the reason I bring this up is we've seen how aggressive that George Payton can be. You know, if you're looking at this early in the season saying, look, this season could go one of two ways right now. Do we want to pull the trigger on something now or, or wait and write it out? I don't know, man. Well, the problem too with that is we have a Thursday night game, which we're, we're going to talk more about. Well, too, that's yeah, yeah. Whoever you, if you're trying to bring someone in on a short week, they're not going to be ready to play. Um, oh, and I don't think there's not going to be like a trade announced week. on like, Monday. No. Not going to happen. So no, um, we're kind of stuck. We're stuck with Boone and um, and Gordon going into yeah. this week, assuming that Javante can't go. Which I'll be honest, I'll be I'll be shocked if he can play this week. Same with honestly, same yeah. with Gregory. That's, yep. It was just two huge injuries for us, uh, which totally blows. And it was like one of the main talking talking points we had before they came. Yeah. Just don't get hurt. And here we are. But uh, yeah. no, I think we're going to be stuck with Gordon. And and I'm kind of hoping that that was a big wake up. I mean, holding on to the football. Come on. That's that's you're in the NFL. That's a number that's one priority. The problem is before the Broncos, he's just never had that. He when, they, when he was with the Chargers, I, I don't think he was. He was not no. a fumbler. Um, no. 
unless I'm totally, I could be totally off on that. And please correct me if I'm wrong. But um, as far as I know, he's never had that as a problem. And here we are, uh, you know, gave him a little bit of slack at first because of that history, but it's not looking good this season for him. Four, four fumbles. Luckily, we recovered two of them, but it's yeah. Are those four yeah. the ones that we recovered as well, or the ones that we lost? No, two lost, two two that we last week he okay. had two fumbles that we recovered both of them. Thankfully, because yeah. it, it might be a totally different story if we didn't recover those last week, because um, they were one was I think at the five yard line, like like. Yeah, the other team would have been, and maybe it scored a touchdown if we didn't recover that off that one play. Um, right. So he's a little bit fortunate that we got both of those. Now I, I've talked before on our shows how unlucky the Broncos have been when it came to recovering fumbles, our own and the opponents. Um, but it is to the point where it, it, it's becoming a real problem with Melvin Gordon on his first carry so, of the game too. Like, come yeah. on. So here you go, really quickly, I pulled this up. Back from 2015, he had five fumbles. In 16, he had two, then one, then zero. Then his last year with the Chargers in 2019, he had three. First year in 2020 with the Broncos, he had two. Last year, he had three. And now this year, through four games, he is at four. Yeah. So he has already surpassed the number of fumbles that he had last year. Not good. And well, and let's be let's be honest. Like four for a running back in a season is a higher number. Uh, yeah. Like you expect to see that from a quarterback getting sacked and, and getting and causing a fumble. Um, yeah. And yeah, we're four four games in, and he already is at that number. So it's got to tighten up, and especially on a quick on a short week. Like he's got to be our lead back going into this game. We're kind of stuck with him, right? Yeah, have like, to. We're stuck there. We don't have a choice. <laughs> Unless we're not going to have a I mean, running back. I, I don't even know how you would approach that from a leadership standpoint of, yeah, man, you, you want to get the point across to him, but you can't destroy his confidence at the same time. You got to say, dude, you know, you're on your last leg here. Yeah. This is a problem. And, but also, you know, hey, we believe in you on Thursday night, you know, like, man, how do you get that point across? Yeah, it's a, because it's like otherwise, a otherwise, what I'm already counting, I'll tell you right now, I'm counting him good for at least one fumble on Thursday. I'm, oh. I'm calling it now. Like, not, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right. Because, you're, because you're, he's going to be the number one running back. He's going to be running it way more than Boone. If it yeah. was Williams still there, then I wouldn't be so worried. But sorry, man. Yeah, I hope I'm no, wrong. It, rightfully so. Like, like I don't. Um, I, that should be probably the expectation right now because the percentage is just there. It, it's on your side. It's there, <laughs> one per game. <sighs> so disappointing. <laughs> yeah. And that um, was hey, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Kevin. No, 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 keep going. I was just gonna say. I mean, that was the, I think the turning point in the game. That with the Javante one, and you could just see from his body language after Williams yeah. went down. He's yeah. like on the field, like, Hey, like, and then, and then to see like Boone going in, like instead of yeah. him, there's just like, Oh, that's gotta be a gut punch for him. And maybe it's a wake up call. I can only hope it's a wake up call for him. Time will tell. It's rough. Time will tell, man. It's rough. Either he, I mean, I've already seen some people saying Gordon's going to have, you know, just an awesome 
game on Thursday. He's going to ball out because he knows what's on the line. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I'm, I want to be optimistic, but I also don't want to just. Sorry, I don't want to bullshit everybody out there and just be like, "Yeah, everything's perfect." You know, uh, I just don't know if I see it yet. Yeah. You know? he, I mean, he's gonna have to respond to the pressure, right? Like, yeah, he's gonna be under a freaking microscope as it is. I and mean, he probably—I mean, I think he was going into this game, and then to do that on your first carry is just—it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Playing. Hey, uh, one injury we haven't talked about yet that I think is, and I haven't seen an update on him. Right off the bat, PJ Locke goes down on the opening game kickoff. Um, how big of an impact do you think that had uh, for us today? Well, yeah, like like we said, like one of our big points in the in the tailgate talk was no injuries, please. Please, and first game of the or first play of the game, PJ Locke goes down, and we talked about him in the tailgate as well. As you know, he's a solid special. He's one of our leaders on special teams from a oh, yeah. coverage standpoint. Um, and filling in for Justin Simmons as well, you know, him and Caden Stearns, uh, that's, I mean, it sucks, right? We kind of had big injuries on all, in, in all three facets of the game today. We did. Um, between him, Jeez. Gregory, and Javante Williams. And we talked about how all three <laughs> were working together really nicely on that one drive, and then now they're all, you know, hit with with the injury bug a little bit. Um no, it sucks. I, I wouldn't expect. I, you know, I didn't really see what happened there in, in the replay. For, for I didn't either. I mean, concussion. I don't know if he just hit the ground hard or what. I didn't see the. I didn't, I didn't even see that. But uh, I mean, yeah, he definitely looked woozy. Even trying to get onto the cart, he was slow to get onto the cart. You know, um, and after what happened to Tua, uh, I would definitely say that he's out on Thursday night. I would assume. I mean, anytime there's a concussion and you're out for the rest of the game, probably that's a good assumption. Yeah. Um, so it sucks. Another injury that, you know, so I, I think it was those three, though. Am I missing? Yep. And we could talk about, um, you know, that Randy Gregory injury and how that really affected the defense, especially on those kind of make or break drives at the end of the game. Um, where Am I missing any? Was it really just the three that I'm – uh, outside linebacker Aaron Packer or Patrick was being evaluated for a concussion, but otherwise that's it. Yeah, and those are big injuries. I mean, I'm glad it's not yeah. more right. <laughs> like three's enough. Oh my god, those like, guys. Now the good thing is, um, Justin Simmons should be returning this week. It, it always sounded like you know he was on track for a four week being out for four weeks. So assuming he can hit the practice field on Monday, maybe Tuesday, since we're playing a home game, I think he still has. We to could miss, see him out there. I think he still has to miss this game. Um, Why? Short term IR because he he missed. He's, that would be four weeks though. After is it, today is well, after tomorrow technically is four weeks. I thought it was four games because he he played week one, right? Oh crap! Maybe it is. Maybe he's yeah. I think he played week. He got hurt week one, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he has to be out four games, which means yeah, he dang. should be back next week. Okay. I think, and, and I could I'm be. I get Maybe too positive here. I can't. I honestly can't remember. But if he's back this week, that'd be great. Um, but I, I think it. Wow. Well, after today, I maybe I might be thinking differently. Um, 
we we did pretty good covering for him the last two weeks. You're right. They might be a different situation um, with with Stearns in there, but yeah, I think it was mostly the run defense that was the problem, not necessarily. They, the, I completely the agreed. I completely agreed. Uh, I did check. You're right. Uh, the soonest he could return, uh, Simmons could return, is the October 16th away game on Monday Night Football against the Chargers. So, which you um, know, okay, we won't have him this week. Probably a bigger factor to have him against the Chargers. So at yeah. least it gives us a little bit longer to you know for him to recover. Um, yeah, agreed. So, way to get everyone um, up, Kevin. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> You know, it's in times like these that we really need to look at the positives in our life and the things that make us most happy. And for me, I, I got to say, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that's my new Raycon yeah. wireless earbuds. I, see that coming. Um, I, see that coming. I, <laughs> I did order some. I'm not lying about this. I'm wearing them right now. I can see them. Uh, in and I, I, I love them, man. They're fantastic. Um, just like everything we've talked about, um, you know, through all of the, uh, the podcasts I listen to and the audio books and just having background music while I'm working or whatnot, um, you know, finding a, a good pair of earbuds that are comfortable in your ear that don't hurt after a while has always been a problem for me. So, you know, after I, you know, read through some of these 50,000 plus five-star reviews that, uh, these guys have, uh, and through doing these ad reads, I said, you know what? it's time to give these guys a try. And I'm really glad I did. Um, look, Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable. Uh, they will not budge. You can trust me. I'm wearing them right now. Raycon's give you eight hours of playtime on a 32 hour battery life. I've been wearing these pretty much most of today and I haven't even gotten, you know, any sort of low battery notice or anything. Um, they're also priced just right. You get quality quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. Uh, and like I said, again, 50,000 five-star reviews. Uh, if you didn't hear any of the other features I was talking about other than those uh, customized or the uh, optimized gel tips, also has noise isolation. Uh, it also has an earbud tap function as well as three customizable, customizable sound profiles so that you can switch between uh, different uh, settings based off of what sounds good on whatever movie or sound uh, or music or whatever you're listening to, uh, you can get the best audio out of that. So uh, here's what you need to do to get in on this action, guys. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. Again, that's promo code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. Okay, uh, start talking about uh, our run uh, defense was kind of the problem today. Let's move over to the defense, man. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that was the the problem area. What'd you see there, bud? Yeah, uh, very frustrating. Like I said, going into this game, felt like the defense was going to be one of our stronger points. And at the end of the day, um, sure, we had a fumble recovery for a touchdown, but hey, they still allowed on the defensive side, what, 26 points? Can I do math? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 26 points. Yep. Um, not good. I mean, we, they hadn't, aside from Seattle, they hadn't, didn't allow more than 10 points in the other two games. Yeah. Um, and Seattle only got 17. It's not like that, that was out of control. Um, right. So it felt like if our offense is going to score more than 20 points, we should be it sh we should be right in there. Like, yeah. 
And if we're going to lose the game, then it's like by a point or two. Um, and uh, man, it's just frustrating to look at this, this scoreline. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Is like, is Josh Jacobs, is he just, just like our kryptonite? Like this guy just somehow knows how to get a hundred yards only against the Broncos. I don't know, man. Um, you know, I was feeling confident about it, just knowing Josie Jewell was back and look, this was his second game back. So any cobwebs or rust should have been, you know, broken off. And he looked pretty good in the last game. So you know, I was thinking we yeah. should be okay. It may be a little bit of a problem, but we can contain it. And we couldn't. At all. So. Five yards a carry, 5.1. Um, I think they set a career high, 144 yards, which Jeez. honestly a little surprising to me that that's his career high because he's been in the league for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm honestly surprised he didn't have more against the Broncos in previous years because for whatever reason, <laughs> he knows how to play against the Broncos. Um, two touchdowns, like, it was a killer. He, um, yep. I, don't, I don't get it. Because, you know, 49ers, good running team. Right, even though it's their yeah. backup running back, still a solid running back, and they know, and you know, he was basically splitting carries with um, uh, Debo Samuel, who is a mm-hmm. you know elusive, and we we shut him down in the red run game, anyways. And, yeah, we um, did. Man, man, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. So why why would have today been any different? Yeah. I I don't know. Um, other than you're on on, a, on the road, I don't. Uh, that's, I don't know. You got to learn how to win on the road, man. So, oh, yeah. I mean, especially yeah, okay. in these division games. So we're 0 yeah. 2 on the road, you can say, yep. out of four games. Is that going to be a problem? I don't I don't know. Right. It's a little too early to say. We oh, just oh, sure, the road. Sure, sure. Um, So, you know, for people that are panicking out there because we lost to the Raiders, like, keep in mind, it was a road. Like, we were in Las Vegas, right? Like, um, and we did keep it close. Like, we were only down by two points with seven minutes left. In, in the game, if we had yeah. a, a defensive stand there, it might have been a totally different conversation right now. Yeah. Um, but we didn't, and a lot of that is because of the running defense. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they they tore us apart in those last few drives for, on the on the ground, which is so frustrating because you know they're going to run the ball just if, if nothing else, just to run out the clock. Yeah, um, and, and we still didn't have an answer. And it seemed like when when we forced. Derek Carr to throw, we were doing a fairly decent job of shutting that down. Yeah. So if there was just a way they could have found to slow the run game down just a little bit, that could have been all the difference, man. It really yeah. could have. It, it probably um, would have been. Yeah, Derek Carr finishes with under 200 yards passing. Devontae Adams, yeah, he had 100 yards, which um, that matchup between him and Pat Sertan was awesome to watch. Wasn't I mean, it? If we if we talk about how the defense has struggled, it, it was not Pat Sertan. He he no, had that no. down. Those a majority of those receptions for Adams were in zone coverage, not against Pat Sertan. Um, there was quite a there's at least two or three that I can think of where it was like a linebacker in his zone, which was frustrating. Even though he mm-hmm. didn't go for huge yardage, but still, right. But he was the only one. Like if you look at the stats, like he, he's the only receiving threat out there that that had more than. Um, you know, 100 yards, obviously more than 100 yards, but, you know, nine receptions that everyone else, you know, the second leading receiver there is Josh Jacobs, which is yep. a, you know, an issue coming out of the backfield, of course. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it literally came down to their run game versus our run defense um, from the defensive side of the ball, which, uh, you know, 
defense didn't show up today, to be honest. Right. Oh, man. Uh, this one hurts. And <laughs> it does. And, and, this, so and the, the, the reason the reason I say that, though, man, is because the in the past years, well, that, that, that's it. In past years, it just hurt because it was the Raiders. Like the Broncos sucked, you know, sorry, but they were not doing well, you know, previous years. And we lose to the Raiders. It's like, it's the Raiders. Can we, if anyone, can we please beat the Raiders and can we please beat the Chiefs, right? Like that's it. And so it was disappointing because we would lose to our division rivals. This one was disappointing because, man, we're starting to see what this team can do, you know, when things are clicking, when things are jiving, when they're not getting stupid penalties, when, you know, they're not dropping passes, um, when they're communicating well. Um, and then to lose the game in the way we did with the injuries we did, that's what makes it disappointing because yeah. now we know they have the potential to beat these guys pretty oh, yeah. handedly. Yeah. So. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, since the start of the 2018 season, two and two and seven um, mm -hmm. now against the Raiders. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like, we can't beat the Raiders. We can't beat the chiefs. We can beat the chargers. Of all teams, like, well, that's because the Chargers beat themselves every time. Right. But we're, we're good for at least one win against the Chargers, no matter how bad our team is. Yeah. For some reason, fair. Uh, Raiders fair. and Chiefs, uh, we can't, we can't beat them. Um, I'm hoping that's going to change this year when they have when well now when the Raiders have to come to to Mile High. Um, yep. Maybe we can uh, get at least one win against the Chiefs. Hopefully two. I, uh, and I think we can because Chargers. yeah, we play them later in the year. Mm -hmm. assuming we're healthy and this team is starting to jive. Like, you know, I keep predicting November is going to be a good month for the Broncos. Once we get to November, I'm not going to say it's going to be perfect and really pretty, but I think you're, you're, you're going to see more consecutive um, just really strong drives from the offense, continuous sure. play from the defense and it's going to look good, man. So sure. I, I agree. The problem is, our schedule is very front loaded in, in, in as far as ease of schedule goes. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Right, right phrase. Right. But um, the last eight, six to eight games that we have are, they're going to be tough, like yep. playing simple. So we need to get as far ahead of this thing as possible. And I'm not, I'm not totally down on this loss. Yes, it's the Raiders, and that sucks. They're our biggest rival. And I, Hate him every time I see Josh McDaniels say punch something. If, I, if it was him, I love that. But obviously, I'm not in the same room as him. Um, but I think the win last week against the 49ers gave us a little bit of breathing room there, uh, especially with yeah. the rest of the, especially with the rest of the division going down last week. They're all catching up this week, which sucks. Um, last I saw, the Chiefs are just manhandling Tampa Bay. Um, I guess they're, all, they're only up by 11 now, but. Still they're, Still, they're looking pretty good there. Um, so we this this game against the Colts is going to become very important for us. It's a short week, and we're going up against one of the best running backs in the NFL, um, best running games. Even though I, I mean, only because I have Jonathan Taylor on a couple of fantasy teams that he has not been producing. Thank you, Jonathan. And of course, he'll probably have a great game against the Broncos because that's how my <laughs> life goes. Um, but. At least that'll give us a good indication of, you know, shoring up that defense after a, a, a rough week against Josh Jacobs. 
you know, he's we're we're gonna have to prove very quickly here that we can can stop the run. Uh, luckily, it's at home. I know you're gonna be at the game. I'll be at the game. Yes, sir. Um, so that's gonna be fun. Thursday night action there. Yeah. Um, so it, it's gonna be important for this defense to rebound and, and, and quickly. Yeah. Uh, and for anybody else who's listening, if you're going to the game and you need a place to tailgate, uh, or even just stop by. 30 minutes before you go into the stadium for the game, come by the flagman's tailgate in the back of lot C at the South or yeah, the South side of lot C. Uh, you can't miss it. He has a hundred flags up. Uh, you can see it from across the, the parking lots, right? Um, his name's Scott. He's super welcoming. Uh, bring, you know, some food or a beer, some beer or something. Um, but come on up plenty of people. I'll be there. Um, and uh, it, it's a great time. Great time had by all. So make sure you check out the flag man and uh, the tailgate there. Um, Okay. Before we go into some closing thoughts, uh, you know, I'm sure there were some winners out there today and I'm very happy for them because they were probably, um, you know, new uh, subscribers to DraftKings. So if you guys weren't aware the NFL is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You know, going into week five now, we're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Now, here's how you get in on this action, everyone. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook and an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, John, uh, let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. Um, we've got a condensed week here, so I'll give you all the uh, rundown of the shows and whatnot, but some takeaways from today, good, bad, ugly, um, and what you're looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, we got to see basically a complete 180 from the defense this week. Um, and again, they had some – it's like – Every week, it's like one thing, not one necessarily one thing, but like things seem to be feeling like they're getting shored up and then another area just pops up and it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, <laughs> the, you know, you're sitting in that, that, that boat, that pontoon, right? And you're filling one hole. You got, now you're getting like multiple fingers in this one hole because it's the offense, right? The offense yep. can't seem to get their crap together. And now the defense that is springing a leak. And it's just like, come on. Like we thought we had that like put together and but yeah we need to we need to see that to come back and look it's the nfl like the unfortunately these games just also happen hopefully when we look back in time you know at the end of the season we can just look at this and be like ah that was just a bad week for us and and that could be the the case for this defense um the other thing though is just okay what and we haven't even talked montreal washington was huge this week from a punt return standpoint he he's looking like a beast and i i freaking love it because we have been missing that for years um, yeah. so let's see more of that. The offense though, I don't get it for once. We got started early, you know, and then we just took the pedal. I, I, we just lost <laughs> momentum so quickly on offense. 
Um, yep. So we got to see that. I mean, yeah, for for whatever reason, we're, we're good for one good drive in the fourth quarter, apparently. But that cannot be our, <laughs> that cannot be our saving grace every single week. After that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that cannot be our only points in the second half of every single game. Um, and for the last two weeks, honestly, like our only points for most of the game. Um, so I loved what I saw early in the game. Um, oh, sure. We're, we're going to have to rely on Melvin Gordon. That's just where we're at. Um, right. From a running game perspective, which is scary, but like he's a professional. Hopefully he can get the fumbles under control and, and that won't be an issue this week. Um, so I just want to see, you know, at least four quarters of an offense. But again, we got 23 points, which is great. But um, the second half, better. it was almost non-existent from an offensive standpoint, except for the yep. one. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, look, I'll, I'll echo your thoughts on Washington. Um, he keeps looking better and better, um, more comfortable, making better reads, quicker decisions. Yeah. And uh, he is, he is going to get, you know, a kickoff return or punt return touchdown here soon, guys. It's gonna happen. It is this going to happen. It is going uh, to happen. So just two, two just people. Two people that I'm wondering if they even exist anymore. Who's Albert that? O. Where is he gone? Is he on the team anymore? Yeah, like, but I where don't, is he didn't he have going? any targets or anything. I don't, anything. I, don't today. I didn't even hear his name. Yeah. And uh wow. And Chubb today. Where was Chubb today? Especially when Gregory went down. God, we needed that pressure on the on the. Yeah, and and he just couldn't get. Just, I don't know if that was like, maybe it wasn't his fault. Like honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, yeah. yeah, those two guys that at the beginning of the year, Albert O should be a freaking matchup nightmare for teams with his speed. And he's got good size. Like uh, maybe it's just I don't, know. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking here. I don't. Um, Albert O didn't have a, a target. No, he had, yeah, absolutely. He had no statistics. Nothing, but he was suited up and everything. Um, oh, he played. Was, he played. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just surprised he didn't have a single target the whole game. Okay. Um, but yeah, look, uh, it's not time to panic. Two and two. And to be honest, for new head coach, super young coaching staff, and inexperienced coaching staff, uh, really fairly young and inexperienced team, brand new to the team, uh, quarterback. First four games could have gone a whole lot worse. True. You know, True. It, it we could be 0 and 4 because some of those wins are very close. Um, but here we are sitting at 2 and 2. <laughs> Obviously, we would like to be better, but um, it is what it is right now. You know, we're on pace for at minimum an 8 and 8, and I think we can do better than that once we start rolling and and I keep seeing improvement every week. Is it as fast as I'd like? No, but it is what it is. And I'm going to stick with the team and, and ride it out with them. You know, <laughs> uh, is this a must win this week? Kevin? No, I, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's an AFC game, um, but you go down to two and three, you have a mini bye week. I think the Chargers game is a must win. Yeah. So, if we don't win this one, the Chargers, which I would, feel much better going up against the chargers three and two than two and yeah. three because yeah. that makes that puts a lot less pressure on that game yeah it, it yeah it's not a must win because i don't like to like over exaggerate things the, i get your point though season yeah uh, I, I mean people were calling the 49ers game a must win um it's game three it's you know but like with the way that 
I mean, okay, the Colts did beat the Chiefs. Let's keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all the all thirty two teams are legit, and they can win any any single week. It doesn't matter how if you're the I don't even know the the Texans if you're the well the Colts who we are playing this week. Right. Um, but we got to play like we we just we can't play to our competition every single week. Like I I would love to see a week where we like where we we play our game are comfortable like in the fourth yeah. quarter and we are like <laughs> every week so far in this season it's been like okay we're down by a point maybe two points going into the fourth quarter and it's like it feels like we're gonna figure it out and win this week yep. it didn't happen it's we just it's so annoying when we lose those games yeah um so i'd love to see a complete game against the colts a winnable game for sure look the, the good thing is it, we're the home team and the home teams on Thursday night football usually have the, like a fairly good advantage. The thing we got to remember is the injuries and we'll have to wait and see this, you know? So if you guys are listening to, listen to this on Monday afternoon, you might have a better idea than what we have right now when we're recording this on Sunday night, but um, that's going to definitely impact the the betting lines. Um, but uh, you for know, sure. I, if we were traveling, I'd say for sure. That's, that's, Ugh, but the fact we're home, okay, you know, let's get these guys a couple days rest. But, um, we'll but with the guys that we potentially, with that we more than likely lost for this week, this upcoming game, you know, yeah, Gregory yeah. Williams, we should still be able to put up a fight, and 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 we should yeah. still be able to beat the Colts. Like, yeah, exactly. Unless we're just playing like crap, which is a, totally a possibility. Or if they just come out and you know they fix a lot of their problems that they've been having, um, <laughs> we. Like I'm, I feel a little bit better that we're playing the Colts this week um, and not going up against, say, the Chiefs or even the Chargers this week. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping that those guys are going to be able to come back before that Chargers game because then we are definitely going to need them, and it's a different story there. Agreed. Agreed. Well, uh, I think that's all uh, kind of I had to say, man. Do you have any other closing thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think we, I think we did it all. I think we touched okay. on all of our negativity for today. Sweet. Well, hey, and there was some positivity in there. Like, you yeah. know, again, Broncos country, stick with the guys, you know, right with the team. Um, hey, most points scored better. in the game so far this year. Yeah, you know, when's the last time we scored over 20 That's progress. Points. That's progress. It is. So, okay. Well, John, thank you very much. Good, sir. Hey, everybody. Again, we will still be doing all our content this week to include the Monday Night Orange Weekly After Dark show starting after Monday Night Football around 9 p.m. at Mountain Time. Tuesday night, uh, Bourbon Broncos, no BS, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, followed immediately by uh, one of the first ever live pregame podcasts. That'll be on YouTube. Uh, you guys can check that out, but then it'll be posted on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and then um, you can also check out the articles that David is writing on broncosorangeweekly.com. And uh, then it'll be game day, man. Yeah. So yeah, come here. Believe it or not. Pretty quickly. There's no time to dwell on this loss, man. Yeah. It's time to beat the Colts. We will, we will move on and we'll be better for it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, good sir. Nothing else to say. Uh, we'll end it as we always do. On a very strong. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Take care, everyone.
Orange Weekly. Fans, brews, and Broncos news.